0: And welcome to Thursday's edition of Hometown Headlines Newscast. John Druckenmiller of HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. A lot going on this morning. We have a rant as well at the end of the headlines. Stick around for that right now. Let's get to those headlines. Number one, Floyd County Schools report a data breach with a former vendor involving up to 6,400 students and staff. That includes names, dates, maybe emails on file. Between 2008 and 2015, the company said to be responsible is offering those affected credit monitoring. We have a first-time jobless claims out today. It shows in July the first-time claims were up versus June of this year and in some cases up versus June of 2018 as well. Good news is we have 900 more jobs than this time last year. Bad news is we lost 200 jobs between June and July in Floyd County. The state numbers, by the way, are at record levels, and that's a good thing. Health news today. Crush the crisis. Opioid take-back is set for September 7th at Redmond Regional. We have details on that. Also, what to know about a very busy Saturday in terms of health, the health initiative for men plus women. Health fair is Saturday morning, as is Harvin Clinic's walk with a doc. In business news today, they're back. Murphy USA reopens at the East Rome Walmart with a new store, Pump's, a new exit and entrance area. Be careful about that as well. The store is somewhat similar to the express location outside of Kmart many years ago. Where mechanical weather forecast may be some stabilization. No, we won't get that optimistic. Number one, we start with a smog alert, code orange alert for Bartow County today, as well as all of metro Atlanta. We'll see the mid-90s today. Sad news on Saturday. We are back up to 99 degrees. Not a index. 99-degree reading on Saturday, same as we had earlier this week. There is no break in the heat, at least for the seven day next seven days, according to the forecast. A reminder, the uh, Polk and Paulding County families in that TV show Family Food Fight, they are on tonight. This is the finale of this series for this season. If these folks win, they'll bring home $100,000. That shows on ABC tonight at 9 p.m. And, Buzz, how about a quick look at the Ford Auditorium undergoing updates at Barry College. It is out and out beautiful. Also, we'll tell you about a job fair for Hayes State Prison coming up on August 25th, August 21st, pardon me, at Rome Career Center. Seventy jobs are on the line. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Martha Blaylock, John Gardner, Mr. Lanise Hammond, Mrs. Reshenda, Richardson, also we have our public health restaurant inspection scores from Wednesday and don't forget updates from the Floyd County Bartow County, and Polk County jails brought to you by greater Community Bank in our crime watch section and also we have our ongoing interviews the hometown headlines broadcast as we call them, the drug report interviews available right now in fact we'll be doing two or three more later on today that'll be posted probably by tonight stick around for those. All right, Truett's Chick-fil-A Sports Report for the morning. Number one, Rome Braves fall 7-3 to three to Asheville. What's key there? That leaves Rome now three games behind the first-place teams in the Southern Division with 18 games to go. We need to close this gap. Uh, tonight, the Braves move over to Columbia for a four-game set. Also, high school football tonight. Scrimmage model versus Mount Zion at Mount Zion. The uh, Falcons play a preseason game tonight at home versus the Jets. Also, we have community sports updates. Don't forget John McClellan's high school football preview for the new season, as well as his call on who wins the game. First game of the season is tomorrow night. That's Unity Christian. Okay, rant of the day. Is this any way to run local government? That's what we're calling it. We'll read this, and we will sure we'll get emails about this. Were I still at radio? I'd probably be fired tonight. Anyway, on to the, uh, on to the Rant. An old friend asked this question on Wednesday, quote, Is there any other way this urban camping ban is going to end up other than mass incarcerations? End quote. and question. That's a question community groups and faith-based groups are dealing with right now. But the bigger question is this. Exactly what is the next target of local government? Think about this. In less than a calendar year, we have seen the following. This is going to be a long list, so get a cup of coffee. Number one, a curfew placed on teens 16 and under to be off the street by 11 p.m. Another smoking ordinance was enacted on top of one it basically duplicated, and that original one, by the way, wasn't being enforced in the first place. Then we see a May 20th mandate about new parking hours and restrictions in downtown Rome enacted just days prior to two of the busiest days on Broad Street. High school graduations. Only the Christmas parade is bigger. A rare dose of sanity, or maybe election year, erasing those parking crackdowns and its co-conspirator, yes, that license plate reader mobile thing that apparently won't be producing usable data for the year end, by the year's end anyway we ask this what exactly did that seventy thousand dollars pay for again then there was a strong armed robbery of economic development from the chamber in a county driven power play that involves the city with nary a clue on how to operate and fund this newest city county development Even better, governments are now paying $150,000 each to fund this thing. And aren't they still paying dues to the remnants of the Rome Floyd Chamber as well? What exactly was the reason behind this big switch again? And by the way, we've still got millions in the bank for economic development. Aside from renovating that shack behind the chamber, what is that money supposed to be doing again, and when are we going to start doing it? Question mark. The homeowners of Somerville Park have their own questions. Basically, they were given participation trophies as they went before the city commission seeking assistance in blocking a hotel from opening in their neighborhoods, not adjacent to it. And the city basically said, well, you're out of luck. We have no options to help you. Thankfully, the mayor may have a solution. Our question is this. Why didn't others think of something as well? And now comes an effort to crack down on, quote, urban camping and, quote, panhandling in the city. Rather than taking action eight years ago to help these people dumped by the closing of the state mental hospital in West Rome, these newest regulations are raising basic human rights concerns. They could be enacted by August 26th of this year. But there is good news out there. It would be remiss for not mentioning that. Through some voodoo economics, the city found close to $5 million to add indoor courts at the already $11.2 million tennis center that hosted a major college tennis tournament that drew almost 1,900 people, a record crowd for the ACC, by the way. They all came to Rome for that tennis tournament. Let's put it this way. A bad night at the Rome Braves Stadium draws a crowd that size, and that's one game out of 70 or more each season. Think about this, curfews, bizarre parking plans, a license plate tracker car that does not compute, a redundant smoking ordinance, an economic development power grab that is costing you more with no results, plus 50% 50 more expenditures at the tennis center. Welcome to a year in the life of your elected and appointed government officials in Rome and Floyd County. The question now is, what are you, the voter and the taxpayer, going to do about it? This is John Druckenmiller with HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today. We'll have continuing news updates for you throughout the day on HometownHeadlines.com. We invite you to join us there, and we invite you to hang around for a couple seconds here. You'll hear the wonderful stylings of the maestro himself, yes, Mr. Harry Musselwhite, with his rendition of Funky Druck. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.